1: fuck what is wrong every you know what tiffany you're okay you're going through a lot it's not your fault it is kind of your fault but don't beat yourself up about it you're gonna be okay meredith isn't mad at you she's probably annoyed with you because this is very tiffany of you well you're going through a hard time all right
0: we should be live in the group? We're live all together, yes. Everything. And uh, did you push the, your red button on your side?
1: Not yet. Okay. I was just giving myself a pep talk. So, how long have we been live?
0: Because. Just one second. I clicked it and then ran back over.
1: <sighs> I, I apologize. It's fine. Um, especially because I was clicked out of my screen and I didn't know you were trying to contact me and that must've been frustrating for you. Well, I was watching you primp your hair and move your trash can and I was watching, I was looking at you waiting for you to turn your sound on. I thought I was waiting on you. (laughs) I was going like this. (laughs) I didn't see that (laughs) clearly. (laughs)
0: I'm so sorry. It's fine. We're live. I see people have come in, so we're ready to go.
1: Yes. I would like us all to just take a collective break. I know it's been hard so far this morning with you, um, you know, people not plugging their headphones in and then causing a big scene because the computer's broken and then feeling bad because they think people are mad at them. So let's just all restart. Okay. (sighs) Okay. Welcome to Take
0: It Or No, I'm just kidding. This. <laughs> Alright, I was just coming in here. Welcome to Take It or Leave It. An advice-ish parent. <laughs> Welcome to Take It or Leave It. An advice-ish podcast for parents. Um, I don't ever remember the intro. I mean, I know I wrote it, but it was so long ago.
1: Did he not give you a script again?
0: No, we kind of just um don't care. Fly by the seat of our pants, yeah, but yeah. I don't have any pants
1: on, you know? So then what do you, you can't fly anywhere. Well, I you're flying it. with your ass out. So, um, you say something about where people can download it. Okay. Uh, you can
0: download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google play music, or anywhere where you get your podcasts. Um, you can also find it at www.podcasttakeitorleaveit.com.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm your host, Meredith Masony.
1: And I'm your host, Tiffany Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things, motherhood, marriage, everything in between. Please remember we're not professionals at anything. You may actually need so any advice we give you, you could take or leave
0: because it might be a fiery piece of crap Hmm. (gasps) Shit. on today's episode.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Me and you didn't really talk this much. No, we didn't talk at all this week. So I'm not really sure we have anything planned planned, but I was gathering some things just in case we needed topics if our own personalities weren't enough.
0: Well, I mean, I could give you a little update on what's going on over here since we haven't spoken. Okay. So we're selling our house. <laughs>
1: I, I'm going to be honest with you. I can't.
0: <laughs>
1: I can't. Every... Time we come on this podcast, you drop another bomb on mm-hmm. me. A life uh, Okay. Well why?
0: So as you know, we have started this commercial laundry business mm-hmm. and it has been extremely difficult. and uh, we technically aren't even open yet. And this project started back in May. May 31st of 2022. So we, it feels like longer than that. It feels like a decade. We have been dumping a lot of money and energy and effort and time into this. And it has, it has changed a million different times. We've had issues with the city. We've had, you know, just issues with construction, issues with getting people to do work. And every day that you're not that the business isn't open it doesn't generate any money. Weird. So um it's just it's been a lot and um it's been a lot to to bite off and chew. We are technically going to be open this weekend. We are finally getting ready to cross the finish line and um so I'll start working most of my days will be spent over there. <clears throat> um and, uh, we are just, we're in this position where it's like, okay, we've doubled down on the business. So we need to kind of, uh, we need to kind of make really good financial choices right now because we've put our money in the business. So we're going to downsize.
1: Okay. There it so is.
0: that our lives can be easier. Our kids have very expensive taste and hobbies. Uh, horseback riding, pole vaulting, which doesn't really sound expensive, except it's ridiculously expensive because you have to rent the poles. We travel all over the country for meets. They're going to Boston for the indoor nationals next week. Um, and you have to either pay to fly the poles there, which is insane, or you have to rent poles when you get it's anyway, our kids are bougie as fuck.
1: And you thought, you know what? In the midst of opening a business and being a teacher, (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and get us all fucking backed up.
0: Mm. We're going to just,
1: we're going to pack everything up. Mm.
0: Yeah, it wasn't my idea, um, if we're being honest. Okay.
1: But I I had to get on. It doesn't sound like something you would want to add to your plate, knowing Mm -mm. your brain.
0: No, no, I, um, we came into this house and we renovated it top to bottom and it's all of the things that I wanted. And, um, it's just, you know, you know, Dave's logical brain. He's like, what you need to understand is that at this point we must sell the home in order to finance the rest of the blah, 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 blah. I mean, I, I yeah. fell asleep, but
1: only fans. <laughs> he's
0: right is the thing. And, uh, you know, I mean, we did fix it up. It's beautiful. Hopefully somebody will want to scoop it up. Um,
1: find something.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we did. There's one that we've been, um, looking at that we, um, want to put an offer in on, but the issue is we have to have an offer in on our house because we have to be able to sell this to buy that. So we're in this w- really weird position right now because the one that we found is a is a fixer upper for sure. Um, oh yeah, no we can't af- we can't afford. That's the whole thing is we are downsizing and we can't we we have to be able to afford it has to be affordable because we are putting all of our money into but this isn't business affordable
1: if you have to fix it up. Um, like, well,
0: I'm when I say, dilapidated. no, when I say fix it up, I mean like some new vinyl flooring, like I'll just lay vinyl over the tile that's there. Cause the tiles cracked and stuff like that. I'm not ripping up tile ever again. I'm not doing those types of things, but there's, I get some nice vinyl plank, throw that down, paint the walls, um, probably so rip up no some holes.
1: Hmm. There's no holes in the roof. No,
0: no, 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 no. I think it's a newer roof. Um, it's, it's been sitting vacant for a year. So there are just some things that it needs and you know,
1: is it in Sarasota?
0: Mm. No, we we're kind of tied to the location now considering the business. Stupid. But I wish it was.
1: Me too, dude, so bad.
0: Yeah, but um but yeah, so anyway, so we're in the middle of that. We actually have a showing at 11:30. So <laughs> before this, I was cleaning the house. And
1: oh, somebody's coming to your house. Yeah. Dude, is that awkward?
0: Well, I won't be here.
1: Yeah, but it's like, are there pictures of you?
0: Yeah, there's pictures of me.
1: They're like, that's that weird lady from the internet, dude. There's no way we're living here. And they run out screaming like they not. saw a ghost. I hope not. That would be bad. I'm just kidding. Leave Gordon mm. up there. Wow. So, am, do I say congratulations? Do I say. I'm so sorry. This must be tough.
0: No, to you don't ride. have to say anything. I mean, it was when we sell the house, you can tell me congratulations. <laughs>
1: yeah. And then what's going to happen is your laundry friggin' is is going to explode. Let's hope. And then you're going to be like, now, now we must upgrade. No.
0: Market. Well, the other thing that Dave was like, you, you also have to understand that you only have one more year left with three kids under this roof, which is also a reality. So do we need the fourth bedroom? Not, not particularly. I mean, it, hold it, on. I'm
1: cry- I'm getting
0: emotional. Listen, that's I, I didn't think about it that way either, but Dave was like, you got to remember that he's already looking for colleges. He's not hanging around here. So I was like, yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, like we don't, we don't need all of this space. I mean, when he's here, it's to eat and sleep. And then he, you know, I mean, the kid has a car. They do come back, I hope, for holidays and summer and things like that. I mean, we're not moving into a condo, you know. (laughs) We're not trying to live that retired lifestyle yet. We still have Soph and Brian. Um, But, I mean, it is part of it is true. Like, my kids are... They're getting older. Like today, Sophia texted me and she's like, mom, we're registering for our high school classes, but they want me to sign the paper that says this school. But I think when we move, I'm going to this school. And I said, tell them that you don't have to do anything because we, we're moving and we're not sure which school you're going to yet. You're really stressed out. Are you I'm okay? I'm not okay. Are, <laughs> you're <I'm> actively <laughs>
1: crying. I'm not, I don't even think I could talk. Oh, it's okay. This. <laughs> I'm so sad <laughs> for you. It's okay. It happened so fast. It
0: did. It did. It did. It does happen quick. Um and you're never ready but you know that somebody I don't I don't remember where I was reading this or he, hearing this. Obviously it was the internet, but I don't remember if it was like somebody on Facebook said it or whatever, but they were like parenting you think is like you, in your brain, you think it's like molding and shaping this person the way that you, you know, would hope that their life would turn out in this journey that they're going on. When really it's like, this person is in a boat and you're in another boat, so you don't have any control over their boat, but you're screaming at their boat. Like, Hey, you might want to hang a left. There's a buoy and they're all like, we're good. And then you see them smash into the buoy and you're like, fuck, you know, and, and it's this over and over and over again. Cause you're actually not even in the boat. I mean you're just like That's next to
1: it. Not making it better for me. I'm sorry. What I right meant in was their goddamn boat.
0: Yeah. Well, when they're little I feel like you are. And then they're like, Can you get in the dinghy? And you're
1: like, Well, I need a tissue. Oh. Things are not good over here. Okay. You keep telling your story. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Tiff. Um
0: I but I mean, yeah, you know, it is not a thought that I uh really wanted to have. Um, it's, it's a lot. The whole thing is a lot. How dare
1: Dave say that to you? Well, it's so rude.
0: Yeah, it's, but it's, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather start having these conversations now to start kind of prepping myself. Because I'm going to be a disaster. Like, I'm not going to pretend to be one of those. But like, I, you know what? It's great. I'm so excited. And everything is like, no, like I'm, I've literally planned the next year so that I can make sure that I'm here for all of the things as he goes through his senior year. And I don't miss anything because I want to make sure that I get to soak all of it up. Right. So like we're in the middle of track season right now. Um, and since this is going to air on Monday, next week, I am announcing a new comedy tour and it is a solo tour. It is just me and I am going on the road, but I planned it specifically to make sure that I would be home, uh, for, for his senior year for these chunks of track season and, and big things like that, you know, graduation and everything. So I will be announcing a 22 city tour that will start in May and, um, I'll be releasing dates from May through December and I'm excited. Um, and I will tell you everywhere that I'm going and where you can get tickets coming up. But, um, I did write a new show. It's called the mental load, And it's hopefully, I think, something that everybody, every mom, every woman, every wife can relate to. I'm so
1: excited for you.
0: Thank you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, What the f*** are you talking about, you insane
1: Hollywood ass- You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I know. Okay, I'm just going to say one more thing and then we have to move on because I won't be able to finish the podcast. Mm -hmm. I know how. Oh, shit. I know. Oh, forget it. Let's just move on. (laughs) it's okay. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know how crazy you are about Matias and the bond that you guys have and how he's like, he still loves on you and like makes you feel loved. And it makes me think about my kids. Yeah. And it's stupid. Yeah. Like, I would prefer they stayed forever, Forever, right? I'm sure you adjust and you're like, hell yeah, I'm single. I could go clubbing. (laughs) But they're just so young. I love how you're like, I could go clubbing. Meanwhile, you're 55. (laughs) I just remember remember them being so much little. Yeah. It's I just don't like that Dave put it that way. You only have one more year. F you, Dave. You mean in 360 way (laughs) You poor thing. I'm not on my period, but I'm going through a lot. Yeah. And I feel, you know what it is? It's way bigger.
0: Yeah.
1: It's just, you love these people and they go away. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like what's. Well. I think I need more therapy.
0: Maybe for a little bit.
1: (laughs) I apologize, everyone. Phil, cut it all out. (laughs) No, it's – but this is real. This is what it is, right?
0: Like, I mean, I get excited – on the, on the weekends when I get to go to these track meets, like I used to, if we're being completely honest, which I feel like I am 99.9% of the time, when they were little, I hated going to their sporting events. I hated waking up early. I hated being like, oh my God, another soccer game, another another meltdown on the field, another this. I get so excited now to go to track meets and horse shows because I get to steal time with them. And kind of be in their world and kind of see it that way. And so track meets are fucking forever. Like they just last forever. But I get so excited. Like I know we're going tomorrow and it's like, okay, what time? So I said to him before he left for school, I'm like, all right, what time do we have to be there? I don't want to miss anything. I want to make sure that we have enough time to get our chairs set up and our tent and you know, did it. And I just want to make sure that I don't miss any of your events and blah, 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 blah. And this last weekend, this last weekend, I spent the whole weekend with Sophia at a horse show. And it was just us because the boys had a track meet. So it was just she and I, and it was a rocky weekend, but it turned out to be such a great weekend full of lessons. And she told me all about every girl and every boy that is dating in eighth grade right now. And she told me about all of the drama that is going on. And she told me about, you know, everybody's, everybody's tea. I know every is it how you say it all the T of eighth grade. It did good, yeah. Yeah. So so it was um it was really nice and I just feel like Brian and I are never separated anymore because uh, we're homeschooling and yeah. it's you know we're just he's probably done with it and over it. And like, why the hell did I say I wanted to do this? Because he's with us all the time. But he asked me, he's like, how long is your podcast? I'm like one hour. He's like, okay, I'm going to take a science test in one hour, but I need you to sit next to me while I take it. I was like, okay, uh-huh. I'll be in there as soon as we're done. I was like, and then we can do that. And then we got to run out because people are coming to look at the house.
1: And he's like, okay. So. Dude, I'm about to homeschool my kids. <laughs> like, so think about it. If they're leaving, Well, you
0: have a bit of a ways. But do I? About a decade.
1: Well, (laughs) Caden's gonna be nine this year. Yeah. So I have a question. Mm. As, uh, because my kids are young, they're, um, I don't know, six and seven, seven and eight, um, somewhere. When they get older, it does it. Does the idea of them leaving? become less devastating because they start to like ignore you over time?
0: It's not that they're ignoring you. It's just, you know, that it's the, you know, that it's the next step, you know, that it's part of the
1: process. Like, does it make it easier based on their behavior?
0: I don't think it's based on their behavior. I think it's just based on the common knowledge that they're supposed to grow up and become independent. Like that's why we're doing all of this stuff now is so that they can become independent and do the things that they're supposed to do. And so, I mean, I'm not, I'm not super keen on him leaving the state to go to college, but he does have a lot of schools that are talking to him that are not in the state um, for pole vaulting. And I'm like, no, man, like you got bright futures, you got scholarship money here, let's find a school in state. And he just keeps looking all over the place, which I have to say, okay. But like, I don't want him to leave the state. I want to be able to hop in the car and be like, we're going to the track meet this weekend and it's right here. And, but I can't, I can't tell him no. I can't say, well, no, you can't leave the state. But he does understand that if he leaves the state, that scholarship money is gone. Why can't you say that? Well, because he has to make the decision. He's going to be a grown up. Like he's on the precipice. He's 17 this month. I mean, we're, we're, we're literally tiptoeing along the line of you can vote, you can, (laughs) you have rights and shit. So, you know, yeah.
1: Well, you seem to be handling it well at this moment. Well, I just, you, you Which do, is what I mean.
0: you, you get to a point where you do realize that this is what's coming next. Like it is, it is the next step. It is what is supposed to happen next. You know, I'm not, there's no, there's nothing that's also going to say that he won't boomerang back at 24 or whatever. Like
1: you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, yeah. <laughs> fingers that's crossed. That's what I did all until adulthood. Mm-hmm. I just came back. My mom always had a spot for me.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing is they know that there'll always be a spot for them. And I'm going
1: to sabotage them. Oh, well, maybe I'm just flatten their tires and be like, sorry, you're going to have to live here while you save up enough money to get a new tire. <laughs> or you just continue
0: to be the exact parent that they need you to be. And when the time comes, I'll yeah. lock you in a mental institution.
1: Thank you so much. As that your welcome, friend, in.
0: I will be there to throw away the key. I mean, get you the support that you need. <laughs> oh, please.
1: I'll, I'll need you to. Man, that's just uh, it's so weird to hear it like that because I feel like it was just yesterday that we were all at Legoland and he just was like a young teen kid.
0: Not even, I mean, he was probably, what was he at Legoland? 12, 13, 12. He was in, he was in eighth grade, seventh grade. So he was 13. I think we should go back to
1: Legoland. I friggin' loved it.
0: I think, I keep saying to them, anybody want to go to Legoland? Is it just me? Is it just me? Like I I want to go to Legoland.
1: Yeah. There was like a little cottage. It was like your own little village.
0: Yeah. I think we should go. I think we should plan a trip and we should meet up and we should take the kids to
1: Legoland done. Say less.
0: Yeah. I'm, I mean, we just got to plan it and actually pack bags and do it, but I'm down.
1: Yeah. Sometime we'll totally have your people call my people. Okay. I don't have people. I know it'll be Dave, and <laughs> my sister. Um, okay. Well, uh, that was a lot and, um, like a lot of information at once. I'm happy for your move. This sounds like the right decision for now and if you need help, I'll pack up and come there and help you move. We can use that as an excuse to hang out. Um awesome. Anything else shocking and heartbreaking <laughs> that I need to know about?
0: I hope not. I think that's enough for right now. Like I I kind of hit a little bit of a breaking point last week where I was like if if one more thing fucking piles on. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna dig a hole. I'm gonna lay in the hole and hope for rain. I don't know. Like it just like cold my breath cuz I was like rain. I couldn't I couldn't take anything else. Like we just we had like back to back to back blows from the city with stuff that was happening down at the building and I was just like I can't I can't take it anymore. I mean, this is the first time we own small businesses, right? But our small businesses are are contained, right? Like it's me and I have control over what I'm doing. And this is outside of the house. You know what I mean? Like this is a building, this is a structure, this is, it it has employees. Like it's been so stressful because it's like you're paying a mortgage. We've been paying a mortgage since May on a, on a building that's not making, you know, on a business that isn't making any money. So it's like, holy crap, you know, like you just, you freak out because we've right. never had a business that was not right that you couldn't contained. just hop in
1: the living room and make a video and hope it goes viral kind of thing. Well,
0: yeah. or just, you know, even like when when you're touring or when you're doing whatever, it's like, okay, you know that I know I have these dates. I know I have to show up here. I know that if I once I show up and I do a good job, then they're going to pay me money. Like there's safety in that and there's this wonderful feeling of I'm I'm making, I'm making my living. This has been a a scary year because we're hoping and crossing our fingers that what we've invested will work out. I just remembered
1: something. Yes. That makes sense. What you said. I would like to acknowledge that. Uh, and then jump to a thought that popped in my head. Did you hear that Facebook you pay $12 a month. You get a verified check mark. The only requirement is you have to be 18 or older and have a past posting history.
0: So, yes, it's, been, it's beta testing right now in um, New Zealand and another country. And it's supposed to be. And you get access to a Facebook employee. It's supposed to be for customer service. So it's basically like if you run a business or you yourself are the business, right? Like you're your business, I'm my business. It's so that we can have a better customer service
1: experience. Business accounts cannot join the program. What? It's not. Business accounts are not allowed to join the program.
0: Well, what's a business account?
1: It specifically says business accounts are not eligible. So it has to be a personal account.
0: But your pay, your juggling Jenkins is under your personal account.
1: Yeah, but I'm already verified.
0: Right. But I'm hoping even though we're both verified that we're going to be able to go into the program just for customer service.
1: I, I don't know, dude, but I'll look, I'm going to pull up the email I got so that we can, because I, first of all, my initial thought was jealousy because because I'm just a jealous person, um, and I don't remember where that email went, dude. It's still very big. History month, but anyway, I'll—I don't want to hold up the podcast.
0: No, but I read about it. But I—the whole thing I want is the ability to be able to talk to somebody. I want some customer
1: service when it comes to well, Facebook. Yeah. That would be real nice.
0: The last time I emailed my Facebook rep, it took him six we weeks go. to get back to me.
1: Yeah. And yeah. And so here it is. It says, I'm just talking because I don't, I'm not there yet. And I'm not even sure that this is the right email. Forget it. <laughs> I I always bring things up and I have no information. Well, once you find it, forward it
0: to me so I can read it. Okay. Cause I'd like I to won't. read it. Cause I only saw this on Facebook because I follow Mark Zuckerberg.
1: Like it makes sense to me if it's for businesses, but I need you to talk while I'm looking because then it's oh. just awkward. Okay.
0: Um, yeah. So other than that, I'm not really sure what's going on. We had to miss our episode of Wines Day last night, which was a bummer, but that's because they had a pole vaulting clinic. That was an hour and 45 minutes away. So by the time Dave got home, it was almost 9.30, so we missed Wines Day, which made me sad because I love talking about stupid st- shit I find on the internet. Um, but I'll save the stories for
1: next week and we can try it again then. All right. I can't find it. I'll look for it. Plus, the people listening probably don't care because unless they want a verified check mark. But um, anyway, I thought I was going somewhere with that. Um so I have crap going on, but none of it I want to talk about yet. Okay. Including me snapping last night at Chloe's cheerleading showcase because I don't want to talk bad about the cheer program at all on here um, because I love some of the people there. Um, but, but let me see if I could talk about it in a way that... Um, doesn't put anybody down. They had a cheer showcase, which I thought was we show up and we get to see what people, what they're performing this Saturday at the competition. Right. And we show up and all these other teams went and everybody clapped and it was wonderful. And then Chloe's team went, they got stopped in the middle of it, yelled at, and then asked to leave. So they didn't get any claps, which pissed me off. The reason it pissed me off is because before they even went out, one of the coaches said, mom, Chloe's having a little stage fright. She wants a hug. Chloe's crying. Gave her a hug. I said, it's going to be okay. It's going to be amazing. She leaves. They come out. Chloe's crying, walked out by a coach because she's bawling. She's freaking out. I stand up. They're like, we got it. It's okay. During the routine, they stop it. Chloe gets yelled at, scolded, reprimanded, whatever. And then they send everybody out. So now this just validates Chloe's fears. And so I go in. All right, I can't tell the next part because it'll make people look bad, so I'm going to skip that. But I heard some things I didn't like, and then they came out a second time. Same thing happened. They stopped the performance. Chloe Chloe got reprimanded. People were annoyed that she was holding everybody up with her emotions, and then they left without claps again because they didn't get to finish their performance. And so I got up to go back there, and the – angel who I love is like, I got it. And I, for some reason, dude, I took my hat and I flipped it backwards and oh, I was shit. like, I'm about to snap. Like I turned into something else. And she like nervous laughed. Cause I'm Tiffany from telling the Jenkins and then ran and then looked back and saw that I wasn't joking. And so then she's an angel and I love her. She said, I heard you say you were going to snap. What's up with that? And I turned into the old me from before 2012 and I'm going to cuss. So if you have kids around, <laughs> um, plug your ears. I was like, nothing dude is just pissing me off. These bitches over here are looking at my daughter, like she's stupid and y'all don't eat blah, 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 blah. You threw the shit to get blah, 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 And I just like, I went off and then I couldn't stop. And then they brought me in the hallway. Cause I was causing a bit of a scene and I was like, all these other teams got clapped for. And the little kids didn't get clapped because I thought this was a showcase. I didn't want to show up here and see my kid get yelled at over and over again and not be able to do anything about it. Like I wasn't – I've never been a cheer mom. I've never been in these situations before. And there was like a lot more that pissed me off, but I don't want to talk about it yeah. because it only involves certain individuals and not the program as a whole because I, I would go to war for these people I love them so much. They've changed my daughter's life, but my kids got friggin' stage fright. And I'm really looking forward to the moment I get to clap for her and let her see how good that feels like the payoff. Right. And they never got it. Mm -hmm. So she walks out like this crying. And then I go back in the hallway to chase her and she's back in the room with the coaches one specific. And I heard some things I didn't like. And so I was like, listen, and again, I can't say this next part because it'll make the cheer program look bad, but I mean, it might not make them look bad, but it would, I was like, so basically Chloe's getting reprimanded for something, not doing something correctly, but the fact that she's not doing it correctly is not her fault. And I won't say why, but, um, it pissed me off. And so then my angel, who I love, was like, we have a couple of, I was like, am I allowed to go hug her? Am I allowed to go talk to her and tell her, you know, they're six years old. This isn't bring it on. Yeah. And like, they're six, dude. And I didn't see one like smile, one moment of encouragement. It was all annoyance and panic because the competition's the day after tomorrow, which I can relate to and I understand. But if this is the first time the kids are performing in front of people, maybe fix your effing face. And so I was like, can I go back there and hug her? And she's like, well, we have a couple of options. You can, of course, but also we can let her just live in this moment and experience it and learn that she's strong enough to make it through this and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, we'll do that one then. Cause that sounds right. Like let Chloe feel the emotions. As long as somebody's back there helping her get through it, I'm fine with it. Anyway, I already said more than I wanted to say, but um, I would like to reiterate that I love the place. I love, and if I no, that's all I'm going to say. Anyway, I was very proud of all these moms came up to me and were like, "Thank you, thank you for saying what you said," because we felt the same way, but we couldn't say anything. And then even my angel, who owns the place, is like, "You advocated for your child. Don't feel bad." And I was like, "Well, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna send you flowers." and lose sleep about it tonight this but anyway the sports life isn't for me dude i can't even go to kids basketball games anymore because it pisses me off so bad if my kids if i feel like there's been injustice Mm -hmm. in front of my eyes like i can't control myself
0: well you just gotta work on that. You do. It's just, it just takes time. And as they get older, but you just got to keep working on it. And I'm not saying that you should keep quiet because you got to advocate for your kid, especially when you feel like, I mean, six years old, six, seven years old uh, is they're, they're, they're little, they're teeny tiny. Nobody should be getting screamed at, especially the, when this is supposed to be an activity that's supposed to be fun.
1: And I'd like to clarify that this is what it wasn't. This is what the screaming sounded like. I will pull you from this competition. You need to be respectful. Like it was like cheerleading coach yelling, you know what I mean? But there was no, Hey, great job. You guys for your first time. That was amazing. Next time let's go out. Like, that's how I, so this morning I'm doing my hair and I'm like, I'm going to fucking volunteer at that place. And I'm going to show them how well, you know, and they know what they're doing. Don't get, I just, the girls who are coaches are young and I'm not sure they give a shit about kids emotions. You know what I mean? Like right. I remember when I was a teenager, if a kid was crying, I'd be like, ah, stop. So annoying. We have things to do, but like as an adult, who's like an emotional person. And that's how my angel who is there is. She took Chloe outside. She walked around the building and she realized that Chloe was just really overstimulated. And she's, this is, I mean, this lady's a foster mom. She's, she, when I tell you she's an angel, it's weird. There was an open gym last week and me and my best friend came. My best friend's son started throwing a temper tantrum. when We got there. I dropped my kids off. He decided not to come in. So I told this person, the angel that we have somebody in the car, he's not coming in. And she said, can you cover the front desk? She's like, I'm going to go talk to him. And I was like, no, like you, th- it's not going to work. Like he's knee deep in like tantrum. And she just goes and talks to him and walks out of the car holding him in her arms. It's the first time they ever met. Brought him inside. Like he went with her. It was just, she's, I don't know. She's like the child whisper. Yeah, that's what they call her.
0: Oh, there you go. But yeah. You're doing, you're doing a good job. You're doing a good job.
1: And I feel like because I accidentally signed Chloe up for this when I was having a mental episode and I didn't realize it was a year long cheerleading competition squad that she's just kind of out there like, what the hell are we, what am I doing here? Like, why are you making me come here and get yelled at? Like, I feel like it's my fault. Okay. But doesn't she thoroughly enjoy it? She does. Then you can just
0: push that thought aside because I remember when you signed her up. And then I remember when you realized that this was a year long commitment, but she's taken to it like a duck to water. Oh yeah. So, you know, that was great. Yeah. Believe me, I've sat, I've had to sit and watch my kids, you know, in this, in the sporting world. Uh, you know, I mean. God, you know how many times I watched Sophia fall off a horse in the last six months? Yeah, it's awful, right? I, and I, I mean, well, then I bought the very expensive vest that she has to wear now that she hates. But that's a whole other is story.
1: It, I asked you this already. It inflates. Yeah, I love, I love it. It's a hit it's um, called a hit air vest. I could never be a wrestling mom. Oh. We did one I'd, season
0: of wrestling and I told and Matias was like, I'll never do that again. I'm like, good, because I cannot
1: handle that. I would that be on tough. TMZ <laughs> for body slamming a kid. I'm not joking. I couldn't do it. Yeah. This one kid uh, bumped Caden like really aggressively. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know anything about basketball. And I was like, hey. That was a foul thing. He just hit him. Like I was screaming at a seven, but it pissed. It was that or go out there and push the kid back harder. Right. Yeah. I almost should. bought a kid in the neighborhood the other day. I can't do this. Yeah. And I know, I, like, I keep trying to remind myself the children have to experience these things to grow and learn from them. Because if I shield them from everything. When it happens when they're older, they're going to be like, what the heck, dude? What was that? Why is that person being mean? And it's like, because I never let anyone be mean to you growing up. This is how humans really are. And that would just be very weird, but it's so frigging hard.
0: It is hard, but you do what the coach was saying is right. You have to kind of let them feel those feels in that moment so that they can decide if they can overcome it, if they can deal with it, if it's too much and they can't, what what their next move is going to be. But I always tell my kids when they're down there, I'm like, this is the, this is the time you feel it. Feel all these feels. Remember what this feels like because next time you're going to decide, do you want to be back here? Do you want to move to the next thing? Was this simply too much for you? Cuz it's okay to be like, "No, I'm out. I can't do this anymore." But you have to be able to feel it in that moment and sit in it, stew in it for a second yeah, and then decide what's, uh, what's next. You know, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's a, the, all of it is, uh, I've just been saying it too often lately, but I'm like, it's too much. Just life in general. It's too much. It's all too much. Every bit of it is too much. <laughs> I wake yeah. up in the morning and I think about how much it is. And I'm like, do I actually want to put my foot on the ground or do I just want to keep it right here? It's too much. It's, it is all coming at
1: us so fast. It's too – yeah, and the truth is I just feel – I just feel like now that we have access to every single piece of information in the entire world in our hand, Mm. it feels like so much more than it effing has to. And like if – The weight. Yeah. Yeah. And if we didn't have this and it was just us walking out of our house to go set up a laundromat. And like walking back into our house and just focusing on what's around us, we wouldn't feel the pressure of Jessica in Ireland having a bomb diggity laundry shop that serves lattes and feel like we're failing constantly in comparison. And that's why I'm not joking. And maybe it's just because I can't that I say this, but I truly feel in my heart that if I was not in the business that I'm in and I didn't have to be on the internet. I'm not joking. I feel like I would buy a Nokia and just not, be, I feel like I would be so much happier if I didn't have to be on the internet. If like, I wouldn't voluntarily choose to have social media if it wasn't generating any kind of income for me. Cause all I feel like it's doing is poisoning my effing brain and making me sad and depressed and feel like I'm not enough constantly. Hmm. Would you, do you think if you weren't doing what you're doing, do you think you'd have social media? Um,
0: I just, I think I use social media a little bit different than how you use it in a a certain sense. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely can understand where you're coming from with this whole constant, like comparison to X, Y, and Z, uh, which is tough. And cause like, you, you'll see, like, I was like last week, I was like, fuck three other people that I know just announced tours. And I mm-hmm. was like, gosh, darn it. Like, all right. I'm, you know, and I've been holding onto this information and not releasing it because I was waiting for a certain period of time so that I could start launching tickets. And I was like three other comedians in my space just announced a tour. Okay. Well got to get, got to double down, got to, got to work hard, got to try and sell these tickets, you know, cause it's on, it's, it's solely on me now. And mm-hmm. does, do I really think it matters that they just announced tours? Does it mean that somebody will go to theirs and not mine? Maybe, but there's nothing that I can really do about that. The only thing I can do is say, Hey, I buy tickets to my shit. It's going to be funny, right? Buy tickets yeah. to both our shit. It's going to be good. Buy tickets to
1: everybody's shit. It's going to be good. Right. But it is tough. It is definitely hard. And it's not even just the comparison thing, which I use as an example. I mean, it's scary news headlines. Oh yeah. 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 It's just an influx of constant information. Mm -hmm. It's just too, I don't know, dude. I, I don't know. I, if I ever die and come back. I'm going to come back as somebody who lives in a cottage in the woods surrounded by trees mm. with no internet. I'm going to be a pioneer woman. I don't
0: Okay, well you I am.
1: Mm. I'm going to be alone.
0: Right, but I've seen you try to survive and I don't know if pioneer skills are I am coming back as a new person. Oh, no. so you'll have the skills. Yes. Okay. Because, I mean, uh, if somebody doesn't refill your Quest bars or if somebody doesn't come in with the appropriate amount of red sugar-free Red Bull, I'm just
1: saying. Listen, that's not true. Really? Yeah. Really? Well, okay. If it's on the rider <laughs> and it's the one ask, <sighs> it's the medicine I need to mm. perform. Mm-hmm. Than I
0: expected to be Guys, if it's not record. too much, if it's not too much, it's just, I mean, guys, if it's not, I don't want to put anybody out, but guys, if it's not too much, I just need four sugar free Red Bulls, three super coffees, four Quest Bars, no. six, whatever. I'm keto guys, keto. So I cannot have this.
1: Guys, read the Everybody writer. listening knows you're lying <laughs> because I could never talk to somebody like that ever. Ah. I would go to the tour manager and be like, Brent,
0: there's no Brent. Do you know I had a dream about Brent the other day?
1: Was it a sex dream? No.
0: Gross. It was a dream that he was getting married. And we got invited to the wedding. We better. And I was like, oh, that's going to be so much fun. I can't make it, but good luck. (laughs)
1: So rude. I
0: would totally go to his wedding. I was just kidding. But no, I did. I had this dream that he was marrying his girlfriend. And um, I don't know where we were, but it was very green. Like they chose to get married someplace very green. Like I don't know if it was like Oregon or maybe we're in fucking Scotland. Like who knows? I mean, Scotland, I can't come. But Oregon, I'd make
1: the trip. That's so nice. Yeah. I had a dream of a plane crashing, of course. Okay. I have dreams of plane crashes every night, but this one had the word so big, GIA, G-I-A on the side. And I meant to Google if that's a airline and what it means. But usually the planes that crash, I there's no writing on them. Either I'm in them. Or the ones that I watch Crash don't have writing, but this one, G-I-A in big letters. So I actually put it in my notes tab when I woke up before I forgot because I was like, this is something. Mm.
0: You have a premonition? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> giant. Oh, maybe. <laughs>
0: Allegiant. You're just making shit up now. <laughs>
1: Somebody said your impression of Tiffany did not have nearly enough apologies. (laughs) I know.
0: I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, I I don't mean to put you out, but if you could, but no, just, you know what? Never mind. It doesn't even matter. I don't even really care. But if we have, I don't know it. You know what? Just kidding. I just, I'll just die.
1: I don't even care. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember when I ordered, I had Uber Eats deliver a pregnancy test to the venue because I was pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) but it was just gas was I would I is? would have was bet my life yeah that I was pregnant. and then when he came you had to run outside for me because yeah. I went out to get the bag and somebody in the parking lot was like oh my god Tiffany's Jacobs cuz they were there for the show yeah And
0: And when I leave the building, nobody cares. Yeah,
1: I know. No, I just, I got really bad anxiety and I was like, I can't talk to these people while I'm getting a pregnancy test from Uber Eats. And so I ran back inside and you went out for me.
0: Yeah. So, um, I saw your story or reel or whatever about your polyps.
1: Crazy, Crazy, right? right? Mm -hmm. For those of you who don't know, apparently most people get a colonoscopy when they're 45 years old. Mm -hmm. So they took these polyps out of me when I had my colonoscopy because of all those stomach issues. And the doctor, I actually recorded it, what she said to me, because I was like, she's going to say information I need to remember. And she said, you know, we got the results of the polyps back. They were, I want to say enigma, but that's not what she called them. But she said they're pre and she said, if you would have waited <clears throat> to the normal age of colonoscopies, they would have been cancer by then. And they would have, have been. been
0: malignant.
1: You weren't there, bitch.
0: Right. Well, you meant, I think enigma, you meant malignant. Malignant means cancerous. Oh, I thought you were no, Jack correcting S. what she said. To no, me I was saying you said the word enigma. And when you started talking, I realized I think you meant Malignant
1: probably. Yeah. Yes. And so she said, if I would have waited, mm-hmm. they would have been cancer by then. So for me, even though I have no mother effing answers as to why I'm in hell with my stomach every day, I feel like that was a silver lining.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Cause I never would have just volunteered to go get a colonoscopy for some, no reason until I had to. So she then said, which made it so real. If you have siblings, you have to call them and tell them to get checked early. Yeah. Um, especially if they're under 45. And so <laughs> I called Paris obviously from the car and uh she's like what the hell is you <laughs> saying girl? <laughs> and I'm like polyps in your ass. In your ass. Probably. Go get them. She's like so wait, you're saying I got to go get a colonoscopy? I'm like yeah, I'll pay for it. I don't know what your insurance. <laughs> and she's like hell no. I'm like a dude, literally, you probably got the lops. Mm. Like they're probably in there. You have to go. We're like cysty polypy people. And then I have relatives out of the blue being like, I saw your Instagram story. I'm going to get checked now. And I was like, okay, you're 55, but all right. Like if, and so all my other siblings other than Paris are over 50. Mm. Well, no, my sister, my other sister, Jessica, who I love is not, but the mm. other ones, anyway, I got a hold of everybody.
0: And they're all going to get their asses checked. They're all getting
1: daddy ass. And so then she's like, so you don't have to come back until five years. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. Um, are you sure? That's not too long. Like I can come back next week. Like I would like to stay on top of this. <laughs> and I guess they take a long time to grow. Yeah. Usually you're pretty good five-year stints. You'd know.
0: I've, I've had working. one already. Yeah. I've already had a colonoscopy. And Dave's already had a colonoscopy. Um, cause he has a oh, history or uh, his, his, he has
1: a family history of colon cancer. So he had to go in early. Somebody said, I just turned 45 and my doctors won't do a colonoscopy. They start with a home test, sending poop through the mail. If it's all good, no colonoscopy, but how, it, I don't know that polyps affect your poop. So how would um,
0: that? I don't know. I don't have an answer for that, but I know that they are doing it because they can test the poop for so many different things now that it's a less invasive way and it's cheaper. And so insurance companies try to prompt that first because they're going to test to see if like, do you have blood in your stool? Is there mucus in your stool? Is there all of these other things that would indicate that there was a problem with your GI tract? Mm-hmm. Cause like I just sent my poop away in a box a while ago when I was having all my stomach issues. And, um, and then I did the, 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 the blood allergy, food allergy and realized that it was literally things I was eating that was
1: killing me. So I made an appointment with a holistic doctor. Nice. Are you so proud of me?
0: That's awesome. I can't wait to hear more about it.
1: I feel like that was sarcastic.
0: No, I think, I think, I think that you should look into so many other areas when it comes to medicine, Eastern medicine. Um, because we don't just because Western medicine doesn't know everything and Western medicine is very treat the symptom and not the problem. And so I feel like if you really want to get down to things, you need to, you need to figure out the root cause and work on that. And I think a lot of that can be treated with meditation and yoga. And I had a, I, so I go and see a guy who does Eastern medicine on Thursdays. He, he's been helping me with my back cause my back has been so bad for so many years. And he said that they do something with sound vibration for the healing of these, of your muscles that are like inflamed and everything. And he's like, yeah, my friend just, you know, it's a sound bath. Do you want to go get a sound bath? And I was like, yeah, I've, of course, let's do it.
1: They're magical.
0: So, um, I do a lot of cupping. He does a lot of cupping and grafting and like stretching with me for my back because I have such a it's not even my back that's bad. It's the muscles in my ass and my leg that have that have tightened down my hips, causing me the pain to shoot up my back.
1: Mm. So it's actually
0: not even my back. I say I have a bad back. The back is fine,
1: dude. You should see Meredith. Sometimes, like we'll be on a road trip, and then she'll get out of the car and she walks like a ninety-seven-year-old man. Like she can't straighten up, and it's out of nowhere.
0: And it's because I, it's because of the muscles in my glute. And my hamstring gets so tight that my, I get like that Quasimodo back, you Mm -hmm. know, and I can't stand up. I can't stretch out. I do have sciatic pain from it, but it's, the thing is, is what I'm saying is I've been to doctors where they've been like offering me pills. They're like, Oh, you Mm -hmm. got back pain. Do you want, do you need like some Percocet or, what?" and I was like, no man, I don't, I don't need opioids. I need to know why my back hurts. And so it wasn't until I went into a chiropractor, which I won't be adjusted. I can't handle the noise that it makes. I can't do it. But in his office, he has an Eastern healer. And I was like, I want to check out the weird guy with the ponytail in the back. (laughs) And that's how, and that's, and now he and I, uh, see each other once a week, but I was like, I don't like you, but the weird ponytail guy that smells like kombucha who's who's levitating, yeah, I wanna see then, what he's got going on <laughs> He has like this cubby in the back, <laughs> and That's it so always perfect. smells like hemp and sage, and I'm like, i'm gonna go back there
1: I'm gonna like go- my,
0: my, my wound up tight ass is going back there, yeah,
1: i so I wanna close with this stupid story. <laughs> Um, last week, so my, two of my dude friends, um, are starting a podcast about recovery. It's going to be amazing when it comes out. I'll tell everybody about it, but I've been kind of helping them figure stuff out. So they recorded without me and they got a new mic and it sounds terrible. And I was doing like comparisons and I was like, here, listen to me and Meredith's podcast. And just keep in mind that these dudes, like they have gold chains, tattoos, like they're cool. They say dope a lot, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm like, here, listen to the sound quality of me and Meredith's podcast. And so I, I after recording a whole episode with them, of them talking about like gang banging and jails and like bitches and all this stuff, I press play it at a random part. And it's like, my colonoscopy was <laughs> yesterday. And I'm like, hold on. And then I fast forwarded and it's like the polyps in my urinary tract. And I'm like, and then I went forward and it's like hemorrhoid cream. And I'm like, Oh my God. This is so embarrassing because we are the same age, me and these dudes, but our lives are at way different places. I would say so. I'm like, I promise our podcast is entertaining guys. And it's like, I fast forward. It's like, just signed up for my AARP card. Can't (laughs) wait. And I'm like, why are we talking about this shit on the podcast? It was like the most embarrassing 15 seconds of my life because I could not find one cool thing.
0: We don't talk about cool things.
1: <laughs> what do you want? It was so it was so embarrassing. I'm like, Get I swear we talk about drugs and knives. No, why would I would? Why I on earth? earth? I felt really uncool. And I'm not joking. All four parts <laughs> were about A medical like, issue. Menopause and health issues. <laughs> <laughs> sounded like like a a nursing home is oh, like their, stop. their weekly podcast. It's fine. That's enough of that. Oh my No, I tried to get to uh, Thank you. Somebody said aliens. No, that's the episode that I actually picked from because I was like this is going to make it sound awesome. And then it went to uh, it was just it was so it was embarrassing. But anyway, I wouldn't have it any other way. Mm. I really enjoy how much we talk about medical issues that we feel like we're experiencing that week. Agreed. All right. Well, keep me post. Can you just text me this week if anything, like if you decide, you know, to shave your head mm-hmm. or like send one of your kids, like if anything crazy happens, text me before yeah. the podcast next week. So because I don't know if I can handle. Okay. A- I see where you're going
0: there. Yeah. You need to be r- mentally prepared. I understand. I'm sorry for springing that on you.
1: Like, No, that. don't
0: be sorry. <laughs> don't be sorry. But you also could text me because you have a phone as well. <laughs> and so you, and I know you don't know how the phone works because you're super um, okay, confused it. about it, but you text me back when I text you and it could be more than a one word response. And also
1: Mm-mm. you could I texted turn- you. Mm, you, Lots of tea yesterday.
0: Okay, you, and
1: an apology. Two
0: texts. Let's not get let's not get dramatic with how texty you were yesterday, and let's remember that you could also take your phone off of Do Not Disturb sometimes. Not all the time. I know that's crazy, but it's just some of the times in case a person is trying to get a hold of you, and then the eight hundred messages that are backed up in there. From I'm going to teach you
1: a little trick. Mm. If you call twice in a row, it overrides the Do Not Disturb.
0: I don't even try to call you though, no. because I know you won't answer. So I just text, is what I'm saying. Um, but you know, I, because I, cause I you also. text a
1: lot. You text, but I don't mean like too often. I mean, you text one word, send, another word, No,
0: you're such Five an more word,
1: send. <laughs> and it's just an influx, a whole long line. What do you, right do you want? Do you
0: want one text with like multiple an, things in it? That's
1: crazy. Look. Guess which one's Meredith? Look, 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 what, what is this? Is that you could add this to this. You could add this and this to this. You could add all of these to one. I have to pee. We have to go now. All right. I love you. I can't and, take this. Um, it's too much. I'm so grateful for your persistent texting and not giving up on me. Um, I love all of you for listening for real. Um, you're so loyal and we are unworthy. Mm. But uh join us next week for another episode of Take It. Or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms
0: who have, who no, have no idea, idea what, what we're, we're doing. doing. But we'll do it together with you. So we'll see you guys next time. Ooh, Cute. Megan. Nice add-on. Okay, well, bye. bye.
1: Meredith really does text...